0: try 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 point 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 of perspective 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 let's get it I always said i can get it live I will block your play with the dope shit. you tune in perspective welcome back welcome back new year appointed perspective podcast back at it again off the hiatus you know off the hiatus it's a it's a new year and i said this uh, um a year ago new levels new devils man i'm telling you man we we are back again is we uh i got i got my, my 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 big brother my older brother riding co-pilot on this episode um i need you to remind the people man of
1: of who you are sir Yes, Jabbar Perry Sr. back at it again. Super excited to be a proud supporter and contributor to the Point of Perspective podcast. Say that five times fast. Say it like you mean it. Give them what they want, baby. We back at it again in the new year, 2022. Let's do it. Yeah, man.
0: Man, you know, it's crazy, man. People been like inboxing me um, some people that saw me in person <laughs> hey man you ain't you, you, uh, you doing the show when are you gonna do a show on on this right, topic right. on this topic that topic and so I said, man you know there's a couple of reasons why I hadn't done the show I was busy I was taking care of some business um right. you know working on some uh, some some uh, some business ventures and then I just really wasn't super c- compelled to talk about some of the things as of late in the last mm-hmm. um uh couple of months You know, um, so, so sometimes as, as they would say in church, sometimes the the spirit got to move me, (laughs) and so, you know, it is, it is a new year, so I, I'm actually going to probably catch up on some old topics that I've, I've posted on the, um, the point of perspective, uh, social media pages. If you, if you aren't following, you don't know what you're missing because it is, it is live and, and, and full, full effect, but. Before I get too deep into it, where well, are my manners? I, I just referenced the social media, um, Point of Perspective, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And then I got to give a shout out to uh, a couple of businesses, local businesses in the area. Um, you got DT uh, our friend, our, our old friend, uh, Compadre Bernie. Celebrating one year of uh, of business, um, he, he started the business last year, so giving Amen. him a shout out, man. Um, also giving a shout out a new business. If, if if you see this a clip of this video, you'll you'll notice my fancy point of perspective mug was designed by a, a young lady whose business is called Elaine Elaine's Designs, and um, so she, she does custom mugs and. Other different crafts, man. So I I will be posting a picture of the mug and all its glory on um, Facebook and uh, Instagram. And and if you're looking for an Airbnb, also check out Robin's Nest, located in North Charleston. Once again, if you're looking for a and b, Airbnb, you got to put some family members up in the Airbnb. You don't want to put them in a the hotel. Check out Robin's Nest. So just want to get that out the way. And man, it's, 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 you know, and for some people who've been living under a rock, they might not know it's been a year since the attack on Capitol Hill, an entire year. Like, man, time flies. Time flies. If if you've been a faithful listener of the show, you know that uh, me and Did You Get What You Pay For did a, a show on the um, attack on, on Capitol Hill. You know, so like we we actually went in detail. Um, Norris is actually up up in the D.C. area, so you know, kind of on ground zero with it. You know, seeing everything unfold. So he had a very unique perspective on that whole the, the whole shenanigans of of that thing. Um, If you want to go back, that's episode thirty seven. Assault on Capitol Hill. I I really suggest you go check that out. You're gonna get a real unique perspective, um, with the boots boots on the ground, so to speak, on mm-hmm. on, on that whole thing, man. But you know, Jabal, you wasn't able to, to jump on that, man. But um, I, I know you spoke on it in a and in, in, mm-hmm. in a later episode. But let's let's fast forward to now a year from the assault on Capitol Hill. Um, so you, you know. I know you're going to have a a, a unique perspective on this, you know, from a a bunch of different angles. But just in your opinion, is is Capitol Hill any any better or any worse for where (laughs) after that uh, attack on on, on Capitol Hill?
1: Yeah, That was a a part of the, the big American experiment right there to me, especially looking at it a year later, since, you know, the media will pick and choose what they cover, what they are. Oversaturate our frequency with, you know, and how they cover things. And, um, you know, to me, it it definitely um, still enhanced the double standard that's a part of the very American fabric. You know, um, we don't, granted, we don't have to lavish or live in what is the double standard. However, you know, if you're black, you got to understand there has been, there still is a double standard in what people. my uh, black peers, you know, we unanimously agree. Mm -hmm. Had that been a a quote-unquote black, you know, I ain't talking about people of color, a a black uh, um, push to storm Capitol Hill, my God, they would have stopped before it came anywhere close into the arena. You know, Um, part of the double standard. We can go further down the rabbit hole with different uh, opinions and theories on what went on, but to me, it's still... Uh, um a great testimony to this um i will borrow this phrase from um the great dr greg carr uh this colonial settler colony experiment that is the united states of america right i said that again this colonial settler colony experiment
0: recording that is in the progress united states
1: of america so to that you know pretty much you know even you know most white people who got good sense and who will just admit what the truth is will tell you if that was anybody other than, you know, um, I don't want to just say Donald Trump supporters, but white people in general. They don't get away with more than what we could ever think about getting away. With. That's without question. It's, a, it's, it's been proven. It's history shows through all of these um, um, court cases that have been deliberated, especially in the Supreme Court, on down to any courts around the land, There's always been this double standard. And that, to me, as I assess it one year later, um, okay, let's see how this works. Let's let's try to, you know, because none of it made any sense on how it went down, how it was allowed to go down. So, you know, but they ain't covering that. You know, they're not putting that out there, exactly the mechanics of it all. But once again, they'll pick and choose what they want to. Uh, project to us how they want to oversaturate whatever narrative but to me it's just a part of the experiment so they can see how these things work you know how the American people will react or what will go on you know we was talking you know months ago about the uh, people who um, you know they arrested as a result of them you know trespassing the capitol building and, they, and you know the guy's crying about it. he's not being treated fairly and he doesn't have any rights, you know, <laughs> right, and, right. you know, we, you know, we are a product of the prison pipeline from school to prison industrial system complex, because it's knee deep in mind and your generation, no doubt on into these generations after us, you know what I mean? And you want to talk about rights being violated. What about the rights of your very mind, your mental state? And the only thing you ever have coming up to think about is your only alternative in life is to break the law. You know, you didn't have uh, not even just privileges, but just God-given rights of two parents in the home. You know what I mean? These are the things that they, you know, of course, they're not going to project that, but that's also a part of this uh colonial colony experiment as well. How do we deal with the, uh, 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 the class of people or the group of people that was always meant to be an underclass, or be in a servant role to the dominant class, and that's the truth.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, man, it's crazy. I was listening to the Breakfast Club. Um, more importantly, uh, Charlemagne, um, I'm the God, and he was he was talking about how many people on the uh, on the Republican side that were. Very instrumental <laughs> in this thing. So you had people, mm-hmm. lawmakers, in positions of power, actually for this insurrection in, into the yes. Capitol. And mm-hmm. and um, Charlemagne also said something that's pretty funny. I don't know how true or false it is. He said that the person that got the one of the riders that got um the most time for for um storming the Capitol was a black person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Oh Even, I, I said, and I, said meant to, a, oh I meant to. Oh my! I meant I. I actually meant to wow. um, research that and find out if wow. that that's that true or not. So I I just thought that was wow. funny. I, I thought I thought that's. I mean, but hey, I yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if that was the truth. You know, to, yeah, that um, would
1: definitely <laughs> fall right in line to the the reality. That would fall right in line with the reality. Right. You know, a black person commit a crime, a white person commit a crime. You know, you can't even, you know, if people want to argue the outcome of that, then, you know, go ahead and argue with a rock down the street, because it is a proven fact, and I know a lot of people don't look up the data, but a black person, a black person, I ain't talking about people of color, I'm talking about a black person, committing the same crime as a white person, even in the same quote-unquote financial demographic, tends to get a certain percentage more severe punishment for the same crime. Mm-hmm. That is definitely a reason why. So that that would go that would coincide right on what the reality truly is. Yeah,
0: yeah, man. Um, I th- I thought that was crazy, man. And this um, you know, this this uh, particular episode, we're not going to get into the um, ex- ex- exchanging of presidents and and how well or bad <laughs> the uh, current president is, you know. But I'm a a, a shout out to 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 uh, to uh, to Norris. All I'm gonna say as it pertains to Joe Biden on this episode is: Did you get what you pay for? <laughs> did you get what you pay for? And I am specifically talking to Black people right now. Did yeah, did yeah, you get really. what you pay for? And right and not vote for him. But you know, we we will actually dedicate a entire episode, yeah, or at least half an episode on mm-hmm. grading mm-hmm. Joe Biden because who better mm-hmm. to grade him than the uh, than the American people? <laughs> right on. You know, so, right on. Like I said, right um that's another rabbit hole man we'll we'll get into um but you know being that it's football season we both um oh. have uh f- football teams um and we i <laughs> we, um, closing we're closing the the um the season out you know looking into the playoffs and you know um yeah, yeah. the playoffs and um you know the super bowl now you know f- for for people who who don't like football or who don't have a football team um or for people who think um, you know football ex- exploits um, the players of black people that's that's another episode <laughs> right, okay right. so we very we're going, important topic yeah we're going to deal with the pacific uh the pacific um i'm trying to find the best way to word this we're going to deal specifically with antonio brown and just th- that whole eruption of a of a of a situation i mean and, and i think even if you don't watch football i'm i'm pretty sure that you know what would happen because it has dominated the uh the the news you know rather rather it's pop pop culture sports news uh media blogs you know everything man but if you haven't uh tony o'brown um pretty much quit you know at least from an optic standpoint he he quit and and um, last Sunday's game versus the the Jets, he's um he's he's actually on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, our homeboy Ken Ken Dogs team. Ken <laughs> Dogs, yeah, <laughs> yeah man, yes, he, he's actually on, on that team, man. And um he was he was he was visibly upset, and he 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 took off his jersey, his pads, you know, took off his um his um body compression shirt did some jumping jacks mm. and, and ran off the field, <laughs> you know? And so before we get to the latest part of it, man, Jabbar, I just want to get your take on, <laughs> on when, when you saw that. So when I saw it, yeah. When, when, when you saw, we're going to just deal with just that particular part of it. Yeah, first. Right then Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. Like, yeah. like what, mm-hmm. what, what was mm-hmm. your, what was your reaction? But like,
1: like, what did well, you, think about, you know, that, I'm telling you, um, I know I shouldn't have been, but I was extremely, extremely taken back and shocked by it. Um, good gracious. I mean, I'm like, is this real? I mean, I literally remember watching it. Well, you know, I was watching my team get their ass cut, <laughs> but you know, the the, the 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 you know. So I'm I'm kind of flipping through, you know, the, you know, because, and I and I and I'm, for all of you who have, uh, are boycotting the NFL and all that, and you know, um. You know, I apologize, you know, but I'm still in there. You know what I'm saying? I still love the violence and all of that. And I've been a, a fan for almost fifty years of one football team. That's pretty rough. <laughs> but let me tell you, I just had to get that out there, people. So, you know, you can judge me, that's fine. You know, but I love football. I loved it since I didn't know what nothing was. Uh, pick up a football and run and dare somebody to tackle me kind of guy. Now, say that say this. So flipping through um other games so I can take the, the, the stress off of what I was feeling for my team getting their ass cut and I saw that and I was about to flip the channel again and I said, wait, 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 what the, you know, what's going holy crap what in the world is he doing and so the camera cut from that and then, you know I saw Tom Brady, you know talk to some other teammates you know, that's, that's kind of because I saw it in the cut and then of course um, I don't know if it was halftime, or- yeah, I can't remember exactly when they went through what went down, you had all this footage. Kind of like, oh no, Tony, oh no, Tony, oh, don't do it, don't do it. And you know, I was, you know, I shouldn't have been shocked, but I was because um they won the Super Bowl last year.
0: Right.
1: Tom Brady, you know, this um this this so-called football demigod that ESPN created. Um, you know how I feel about Tom Brady, and I won't go into that. <laughs> Tom Brady loves this guy. You know what I'm saying? Because Tom Brady loves to win. And I and I respect that. It took me years to really respect yeah, yeah. Tom Brady, mainly because, you know, I, I'll just put this out there, you know, he played in my football division all those years, and I feel that he stole what we should have had for my football team, which I will not <laughs> name this episode. But so Tom Brady loves to win, and he has. um, I'll go ahead and put a Jerry Rice-like work ethic, right? So for me to say that as one of the greatest compliments, you know, I've watched football since the seventies, blah blah blah. And Jerry Rice, you know, Walter Payton, you know, these guys, phenomenal, uh, definitely without exaggerating, superhuman work ethics. You know what I mean? And for this Tom to, you know, vouch for him, um, actually let him stay in his house and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, make him feel comfortable. Make sure he got everything he needs. And and not being like he's trying to coddle Antonio. He just like, yo, if you want to win, you know who I am, all right? And I'm going to give you everything I got and more. Well, of course, now I ain't going to hold your hand because you one of the greatest receivers of our era. Right? This is the truth. Everybody knows Antonio is one of the most talented. Uh, matter of fact, one game that he played my team, i never forget when he was with Pittsburgh. I saw him give, and I, and I study moves and all the stuff, plays. I saw him give the cornerback who had help from the safety a move that confused two of the best defenders at the time. This was a few years ago. And he, he scored a touchdown on like a 60-yard play from a short pass from Ben Roethlisberger. He is special because he ain't the biggest guy, right? right? 5'10 on a good day, Mm -hmm. but you can't cover him. He's fast. He's from Miami. You know what I'm saying? He is one of them guys that come up in that uh, uh, um, some kind of pool of talent that the gods had blessed. You get all this talent out of uh, South Florida, right? He is one of those guys. And in that, Tom gave him everything, everything, you know, within reason that he needed. So this went on, but I'm thinking at the time, like, boy, you know, I ain't take your medicine or something. You know, you know what I'm saying? You know, right, right. You know bump your head. What, what, What is this all about, man? Y'all on the verge of going to a Super Bowl again because you, you're definitely going to the Yeah. This particular game, they were losing, but, you know, with Tom Brady, and I hate to admit, the game ain't over. no. I don't care what you down by.
0: If the score a right. hundred to zero and you exactly. still you still got a quarter
1: left, and it ain't over with. That. I and yeah. I know you. You may remember this. You may remember this. I'm not an Atlanta Falcons fan, but I was so hurt that Atlanta didn't beat the Patriots <laughs> that I stopped watch. I stopped listening to sports talk radio, which I listened to religiously at the time. Right. I turned off TV because I didn't want to hear them sing his praises. <laughs> I started picking up books and reading. You know, and I think, man, I'll give him one thing. He he made me a more intelligent man because I had to shift my whole paradigm because I couldn't take them giving him praises for coming back and beating the Atlanta Falcons. So I'll give him credit for that. Right. Some of some of what I got in my head right now that I consume while we we're reading, I owe Tom Brady that, all right? <laughs> but I still can't stand it. Now, I had to put that out there because you know I feel it's on the chest. Now, that was – some of the craziest shit I've ever seen. I've never seen nothing like that on the sideline. Even Terrell Owens, where he had his I you know, his was definitely more of an orchestrated stance against the Eagles at the time. All right. Somebody in his camp got word to the media, right, about his situation with the team. So he's outside for sure, don't working out in the driveway, you know. T O smart man. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I don't care for a lot of his stuff. But, you know, and we perceived it as crazy, but he was riding like a maybe a Dennis Rodman type way to get that attention going and definitely served him. Rather, you know, that being said, this stuff right here, like, Tony, what are you doing? Oh, here we go again. He must be in this man. Right. You know, so that's what I thought on Sunday. Like, what is this guy doing? Why are you doing this, man? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why? That's what I thought on Sunday.
0: You know, it's crazy when, when 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 I saw it, man, and just like you said, you know, Antonio Brown is a, a freak a, a freak of a talent, man. Yeah. Um yeah. You, you just got some, some some people you could you could take Antonio Brown, put him in a, a baseball uniform. If <laughs> oh. if he had the, the height, you could put him in a basketball uniform. Um, you could put him in a hockey uniform. I don't care what you soccer uniform. Some people, man, you know, have uh, a outrageous work ethic, and on t- with him is he had both. He had a work a work ethic and his athleticism, is, is through the roof. So when you put those Green. two things together, it's the perfect storm for your your you know old school athlete or modern day athlete, you know. Mm-hmm. And and he had the, and he had the best of, of both of those. And so when I saw it, man, and the other the, the flip side of the coin is when when you're that gifted or mm. when you're that driven in 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 something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when certain things don't go your way you are liable to have a meltdown meltdown, meltdown. Yeah. and so a, lo- a lot of people who, who probably aren't on hyper competitive um athletic or driven may not understand mm-hmm. that that may be yeah. a concept that is uh just as foreign to them as speaking cantonese or something <laughs> you yeah. know so and yeah, I and that. I and and I really, for everybody, I understand, you know. So mm-hmm. I'm not even going to go deep, you know, really, really deep, deep into it. So I said to myself, okay, obviously something happened. There was a, a trigger, just like you got dynamite and you got you got the trigger or a detonator. Something had to detonate the explosive in him for him to flip out like that. That was my honest opinion. You know, I didn't know what it was. Now nah, right. I, I will say right. this: Do do I agree with him? <laughs> doing what he did, <laughs> I don't agree with that. You know, I, I don't agree with the, what you know that whole thing. You know, um, at best, you know he could have just walked off the field. Yeah. You know, I mean yeah. he could have walked off the field, and you know, and whatever. You know, so I I don't agree with the the action he took, and you know, not not a not like oh he disrespecting the game or the team I don't I don't give a fuck about none of that yeah you know, yeah, yeah it's a it's it's a matter of don't let them get you out of character right. you know like you know you got to have a certain level of um uh quoi or class you know for yourself to say mm-hmm. okay whatever happened you know I'm a I'm a deal with this on on the back end I'll just remove myself from the situation you know mm-hmm. so and now you know this this comes down to something I like to preach emotional intelligence you know it was, it,
1: when you when you called me about this I was thinking about that the whole time <laughs> yeah. you, you know I was like you know there's a lack of emotional intelligence because if, much like you said it couldn't be no more clearer and you know I, one of the reasons why I love this platform you know I think we we may be trying to dispel a lot of the, the opinionated stuff on this side, this side of course that comes out but ultimately, in this case, this is a reflection on him, yeah. right? Because when he cannot perform anymore, the NFL will still be here. Yeah, right? you're gonna have people boycotting the National Football League, but it's still gonna be here, yeah. right? Because they are, they have figured out a long time ago how to generate the wealth, uh, uh by you know, you know, keeping guys like me into it. You know what I mean? Uh, supporting it some shape, form, or fashion, we offer it our energy. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be here, you know. Once again, it's the individual's choice whether you want to partake of it or not. And the players, now we can definitely, which will definitely be a conversation we can get into. Of course, since we have this conversation, you know, I brought my um, my Bible when it comes to sports uh, by <laughs> William H. Roden, $40 million slave. Let me say that again for the, uh, the audience. $40 million slave by William Roden. Okay. Um, William C. Roden, he was a uh, 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 commentator and a reporter for ESPN back in the day. And, uh, you know, he wrote this book, like, around the time Michael Jordan's height of popularity. So mm-hmm. his book was written, like, in the 90s, I believe, if I'm mistaken. And it is a bestseller. And, you know, he covers everything from Jackie Rob, you know, even before Jackie Robinson. Uh to Muhammad Ali, to Michael Jordan, Mm -hmm. you know, and exactly what, um, you know, the black athlete means to athletics. And, you know, this would be another thing. If you want to argue this, then go argue with a rock somewhere, because without black athletes, athletics wouldn't be what it is today as a gajillion dollar industry. You know what I'm saying? Um, They have figured out a way how to market it so well that it's like drugs, it kind of sells itself. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Yes, but it's all good because you got cats like me, and um, for every Ray Lewis, you know you got a um, hundred thousand guys like me. You know, I feel that energy in me. i never got that far.
0: You know what I'm saying? Right.
1: I feel that energy in me that like you said that competition and and where you feel when the you know when you are beat or things do go your way, and how you handle that. We've all been, uh, most of us, excuse me, have probably been in that arena, whereas we couldn't be at our best or if something broke down or something didn't happen if you lived life, because life is competition, right? Yes. So these are the things that's like an outlet. Ray Lewis, and that's probably why I bring him up, he made a statement a long time ago, you know, if you didn't have football, crime the street would ramp the hell up. You know what I'm saying? Because he said, from his personal experience, where he came from had enough for football. Like a lot of these brothers that have played at the highest of the high level, you know, with all of that energy they got, they wouldn't know where the hell it would be. Because mm-hmm. the one thing that had always been there, you know, even before football, was drugs, was crime. Mm-hmm. You know, was a lot of things they could have done. So these these things have a way of interject themselves into our lives, whether we are directly involved like the very small few they get to a professional level or even play collegiately you know everybody play high school you know what I'm saying but for those of us who you know literally rely on this for some part of our daily life or our life's existence you know it's important we feed into it and they get that energy so they make it happen but make no bones about it it is the plantation system at its finest Just much, much higher paid slaves. You know what I mean? So, you know, if you want to get into it, that's one thing. But ultimately, when I look at the whole Antonio Brown situation, you know, ultimately, I say it all, I say this, this is the ravages of slavery. Because there's something in him, you know, whether I think he's crazy or not, or whoever, you know, because that's the first thing I say. You know, I can take that back you know what I'm saying right. Brother, mother, mother, crazy what you doing man Tom Brady not about you. but it's still the effects of this plantation system see everybody obviously ain't gonna act the way I am or I think they should act because that's, that's that man now.
0: Yeah. you know
1: what I'm saying and um, I can poke fun at it but at the end of the day he's a man he got his issues I'm gonna have to respect that Yeah, I don't believe I would have handled it like that you know, I I actually wish he didn't handle like that. Yeah, but that's his call.
0: And and you know, uh, the the initial <clears throat> the the initial um, opinion or um, of a lot of the um, pundits, um, sports analysts, um, people <laughs> was all you know, and Antonio, you know, did it again because let's let's, let's right, not. Right. Let's not act like he he doesn't have a, a bad track record with mm. with Pittsburgh, uh, the mm. the mm. the um, Raiders, Raiders, um, and the Patriots, and and the oh yeah <laughs> the Patriots. You know, so Antonio does have a bad habit of flying off at the handle when he doesn't get his way, and mm. so forth and so on. And so, you know, I did not run to social media to give an opinion. Like I said, I didn't run to make a. Uh, a, a podcast last Sunday on it, you know, um, and all that. I said, you know what, I'm going I'm to let the story play out a little bit more because, you know, we, we really don't have a lot of information. All we got is the, you know, the the, the circus of him <laughs> doing jumping jacks and running off the field. So I said, man, it got to be more to this. And lo and behold, um, today... Um, Antonio's lawyer, I believe, or his lawyer, maybe a combination of him, his lawyer, and, and his agent, wrote mm-hmm. a very lengthy, a, a very lengthy letter, a- explaining his side of the story in a more detailed way. You mm-hmm. um, know, even 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 what them expl- with them explain on Ant- Antonio's side, you're still going to have Tampa Bay side, coach coach Arian side. You know, uh, and so, you know, you got like three sides of this, of this thing, but it definitely gave more uh, perspective and and put and put more layers on it. And essentially for the people who haven't been keeping up with it is he said that his his ankle was messed up. He had bone fragments in his ankle, torn ligaments. mm -hmm. And this mm -hmm. was this was well documented that Mm -hmm. that the the team and the, the coaching staff, head coach included knew about it, mm. and so I think he attempted to go out and play, and for whatever reason, you know, he wasn't having a good game or maybe the, the pain kicked in. He told mm-hmm. – um, he, he went to go sit down on the sideline. The coach wanted him to go in, head coach, and, you know, and mm-hmm. Antonio said, you know, I I, I, I I can't do it. He was like, why? He was like, my ankle's messed up, you know, so the coach said, well, you're done, and he took his finger, and, you know, he, mm. he, he, he did the, you know uh, – Cut your throat, you know. Um, thing, mm. you know. So, Anton, uh Antonio took that as, "Hey, man, all right, I'm done. Like, I, I guess I'm cut." You know. Mm. Now, fast forward to the Tampa Bay side. After you know Antonio put out his his letter, um, and, um, they, they were saying oh. that the the medical team for Tampa Bay cleared Antonio to play. So <laughs> they were under the impression that he he could play because they cleared him to play. Now people if you follow mm. sports a lot of times athletes have to go get their own specialists and they because mm. of course the team doctors are going to say what's best for the team mm. <laughs> okay right. so let's not get that twisted you know that all falls back into you know what's what's good for business <laughs> you right. know because, exactly because you know you got to understand these are very expensive race horses on on, mm. on the field no one mm-hmm. really cares about the health of the horse. They just want to win the race. Okay, so let's let's not act like that's not a real thing here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, Jabal, what do you think about that? Now that we have we have two sides of the coin here, right? You right. know, because on one end you can doc. You know, I, I'm pretty sure Antonio can document the stuff that he's saying, mm. and then I'm sure mm-hmm. that the team can document the stuff that they're saying. So now we got a, a much bigger picture now. Of at first it was like. Kind of like a little tunnel (laughs) of just him acting Mm. crazy. You know, but what do you think? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, that obviously it it gave more clarity to what happened. Me personally, still not in agreement on how he dealt with it. But once again, I'm going to go back to what I said. That's his call, you know. In this case here, you know, that's and that's another reason why I bring up, um, you know, Brother William C. Roden's book, because... You know, this is the plantation system, at, at at a point at its finest, and you know, like was like what you said. You know, the team doctors is always going are always going to do what they feel in the best interest of the team. That's why these athletes have to have their own people in their camp, and you know that information actually kind of came out before the statement on his ankle injury. Mm-hmm. But you know, the first thing they spun on it before that was. These bonuses that he's entitled to. Right. If he makes a certain amount of um, catches you know, and yards mm-hmm. yards and touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, um, Brady, Tom Brady, once again, before I tell you, I'm going to be tossing and turning all night giving him all his credit. When it comes <laughs> to that bread, <laughs> if you playing with Tommy Brady, when it comes to that bread, he's going to get you what you need. He... he you know, because other athletes that have played with him have mentioned this too. He will get you what you need. Even, you know, he just, somehow he works that out. He won't take care of his people. All right, so 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 so, so for the for,
0: for, for the record, I'm gonna put a pause real quick. I want the people to know that me me and and my brother here have two different opinions. <laughs> Tom very Brady. different okay. opinions. I actually like Tom Brady. Oh, you know, I, I like oh, him. I mean, mm. you know, now nah, my brother here doesn't like yeah. him, and and maybe this, and maybe we'll actually do a podcast mm, <laughs> on, yeah. on on this. This right up there with <laughs> kissing your sister. This is horrible. I got bad taste in my mouth. But I mean but know, but but once again though, you, like you said, you, you have to acknowledge that this guy actually looks out yeah. he for, look out for people. people. He he he, look he, out he looks people. out for them. Yeah. You look know out for them, man. You know, so I and mean,
1: in this case here, you know, and of course he may he'll have detractions, detractors that he played yeah. with. Mm-hmm. But you know, because I, I did study or whatever you want to call it or research, he definitely has more guys that are saying his praises when they played with him. So and that so I'll just get that out of the way again. Anyway. <laughs> you know <laughs> so it, it, it gives a lot more credit because, you know, because Tom and other people on the team have so much of their own jobs to worry about, you know, he don't, you know, he shouldn't have to be responsible for if Antonio can play or not. Because, you know, you you know more than a lot of people who will be listening to this as a professional you go through pain and you push through it. Yeah. And it is expected of you. It's a pressure put on yourself, even before the people around you put it on you. Mm-hmm. And when I kind of start, you know, taking in this information, it actually kind of told me in a way, it told me looking out for his best interest, Yeah, you know, because like, yo, um, you know, you got to take these injections to numb the pain. You you know, like, we, we know we could be doing worse damage, but because the football season is shorter than most other uh, sports,
0: you get weeks. more time to
1: heal and rest. Yep. Right? You get more time to heal. So it's acceptable to push through it when it wouldn't be in certain other sports. Right. Now, in this case here, that pressure is there. And then your team pressure. When we want to win the Super Bowl because we got a special team. And in this case, shit, we won it last year. Hey, we can win it again. You know what I'm saying? Right. You got all of these things going on. And hmm, maybe this guy ain't crazy. Maybe he's just looking up his, his own health and his best interest. Mm-hmm. You know? Because the one thing I know about Antonio Brown, whatever I, and I, trust, once again, I don't agree with how he get down with these antics, but he, he you know, he's pretty good on money. Mm-hmm. You know, he got a pretty decent head on his shoulders when it comes to that. All right. And like a lot of uh, athletes, even though, you know, his father was uh, a supreme athlete in the arena league. So that's, we definitely see where the gene pool comes from. Um, You know, he didn't come up with his father like that. So he came up with his mom under humble beginnings. You know, of course, it's well documented, like you had said, on a lot of his antics, even before college, you know what I'm saying? He got into a real bad fight with his stepdad. You know what I mean? That caused a big issue in his family back then, you know. And um, once again, his dad wasn't there to make sure, you know, whatever happened either didn't happen or deal with it. Mm -hmm. It was up to his mom. So we, you know, another another topic for another day. But going on, um, some of his history, of course, we we, we may not remember, you know, um, years ago in Pittsburgh, him doing a Facebook Live with Mike Tom chewing out the tea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? You know, yeah. some. I mean, some, yeah. He, he, you know, he is liable to do some wild, you know, or he was healing from an injury at Pittsburgh. It's like 20 degrees outside. And, you know, he's posting doing wind sprints with no shirt on in his driveway. All right. He's, uh, you know, once again, uh, this guys, this is how much I love football. I pay attention to it all. And I have halfway decent enough memory to when these things come up, I can kind of put things together to see what this guy may be going through. And I will admit, um, you know, Sunday, I kind of rushed it at, all. Oh, he done lost his mind. You know what I mean? Right. But now, getting this information, hmm, you know, maybe he's just trying to look out for himself. Yeah. Um, he understands that he, unlike most of the NFL and most professional athletes, has a brand that is really big. Yeah, He has an identity that when you say Antonio Brown, every, you know, even if you don't watch football, you kind of know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And you know, his um, accolades or whatever he got going on. So he should be all right going forward. This right here may not be as what I first perceived to be so crazy. Right, He may just be like fed up. Mm-hmm. He may have, you know, he may have overreacted because he did apologize for it. You know what I mean. But ultimately, looking out for number one, because who else going to do it? Once yeah. again, the team doctors going to look out for the
0: team. Exactly. The at, coach
1: at just of- want to win the game, and he don't even have time to pay attention to what you're hurting with.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, so they give the coach the injury report. The coach has somebody on his staff that can decipher that, and so when he's calling plays, he's oh, oh, I remember Brown. Brown got an ankle. Brown got an ankle. You know what I'm saying? Because the coach got so much other stuff going on. In this case here, it may have just been something slipping through the cracks. Mm-hmm. You know, but he'd be like, "Okay, me and the coach having it out." Because, um, as most former and current professional athletes would tell you, this kind of thing happens a lot more often. Yeah, it does. This happened. This, we, we we saw it because it was in number one. It's in New York. Everybody got a camera in New York, right? They didn't play in the sorry behind Jets. And it's Antonio <laughs> right, Brown, right? It's right. Antonio Brown, and it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the reigning Super Bowl champs. So, that's all the fuel you need for fire.
0: I mean, at the end of the day, man. I mean, you know, it's it's crazy because you know it's it's one of those things. Just like you said, he was looking out for his best interest. You yeah. know, um, like I said, I think the way he went about it, very very extreme.
1: <laughs> I, I
0: I wish we could edit that part out of, of what he did. Right, right, but right, I I, right, I really right. don't have any issue with him saying, you know what, fuck this. I'm I'm not playing no more. The yeah. the, the the pain has gotten to a level where I mm-hmm. need to shut it down and I need to, you know, be be mm-hmm. be be ready, you know, e- either for the um the, the, the you know the, a deep run in the playoffs or you know try right. to be ready for next season, you know, but next season. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is they they have officially cut him from from the team but don't you think for one second he will not be playing for a team next season because yeah. he is that good of a talent and 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 just like as much as I, I I didn't really care for the um the boxer Dante Wilder I really didn't think he had any yeah. any um technical skills but right. but because of his knockout power he yes. he, he was always in the fight Always mm-hmm. in the fight, no matter who he fought, even though he, he lost his last two two fights to Tyson mm-hmm. Tyson mm-hmm.
1: Fury. Tyson Fury.
0: He is still that good of a talent that, that his power erases all of the, the fact that, you know, I don't really care for a, a lot of the stuff yeah. <laughs> that he does, but <laughs> I will not take away from him that that talent of having that power, same thing with Antonio mm-hmm. Brown, man. He's such a talent that... You know, people gonna forget about this, especially teams that that can make a serious run mm-hmm. next mm-hmm. season, and they just missing, you know, that that player, mm-hmm. you know. And like, like I said, mm-hmm. I mean, hey, you're, mm-hmm. so look to see mm-hmm. Antonio on on somebody team next mm-hmm. season, man. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, man. Hey. Look, um, I got <laughs> I got a uh, a a last minute entry I want us to touch on, man, because uh-huh. At, uh-huh. at first I wasn't gonna do it, but I said, you know what, fuck it. It's, the, it's a new year, <laughs> new levels, new devils. I um, posted this on Point of Perspective Podcast, Instagram, and I'ma just read the headline. We're not even gonna go into the story. Mm-hmm. We we both men and we've we have um may have had some experience in this particular topic. So that's why I'm gonna read the story. We we're we gonna just go off off the cuff on this one. Mm-hmm. Ukrainian mm-hmm. rapper chopped up and fed to rats by his wife after a affair with a fan
1: uh, i'm
0: gonna i'm gonna read that one more time one more time i'm gonna tell you that i post some of the most edgiest stuff on point of perspective <laughs> podcast instagram if you have not followed that page you are missing out on the conversation i'm gonna read the headline one more time ukrainian rapper chopped up and fed to rats by wife after affair with his fan and i also have a, another caveat to this he i, I actually read the story but i'm not going to read the story here he actually was still alive as she was chopping him up mm-hmm. so this is a white guy um um this white guy for mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. you know may have think he's been Maybe black because he was rapping No, it's actually <laughs> actually a white guy so i'm a, i'm 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 gonna pass it to you first before cuz what i'm gonna say is probably going to piss some um some, some some women off so i'm <laughs> i'm gonna let you go first man what do
1: you think about that man what, what do you think about that I, uh man I... look here <laughs> i remember when i first saw that on hmm. on the point of perspective instagram feed and i'm like i did the the cartoon you rub your eyes like that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, listen that's crazy as catch it. there yeah yeah it is and 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 you know and i mean God, you know obviously you don't want to laugh when somebody died but what yeah what you know listen you know i i I often tell people um and this will be real quick my some of my experience with people from that area come from me doing a, a cruising a lot for the last um 20-something years. I can't remember when I started. Um, Definitely over 25 years of cruising. And I met a lot of people from, you know, Eastern Europe,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, Ukraine, um, um, Lithuania, and, 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 you know, of course, they're pleasant on the cruise and all of that stuff, but it is something, you know, just different. You know, when I say different, not necessarily bad, but it's a it's a, a, they are, the energy is just different. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm the kind of cat that'll do a little research so go and, you know, um, kind of study. Well, I definitely have studied, you know, World War One how it broke out in Europe and spread throughout the world and all this stuff and the different peoples and stuff. Man, let me tell you, I'll say all that to say this. <laughs> you, you might not want to, piss one of them women off <laughs> you know what I'm saying because the, the 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 back and forth between the men and the women relationship over there is really extreme mm-hmm. and it's hard to really explain to people because the men could be just as violent of course they can you know you you know you talk about uh, people who will cut your hand off you steal from them type mm-hmm. of thing for sure right so they, their culture is different that we we'll are accustomed to and um still crazy but i'm like ooh yeah you know he definitely was mm, yeah he was that def- she was the wrong one to steal on let's just put it that way you know that's it's just different over there yeah,
0: you know i'm so i got for me i got two perspectives on this I, I you got the actual story and then i have the the reaction from from men mm-hmm. and women as i looked on different platforms that um that posted the story um i want to say i was probably in the top five platforms that posted the story first you know so um (laughs) you know yeah i'm I'm, I'm giving myself props on that but um that's a really extreme reaction to somebody cheating on you
1: i mean you (laughs) know that's
0: all i'm gonna say and that is a lack of emotional intelligence you know i don't give a fuck i I don't i mean god i mean yeah i mean and i i guess I, i i guess for me I like my freedom too much to 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 mm-hmm. to react like that. You know, mm-hmm. even if I was married, you know, I, I came bust in the room, my, my wife bent over, you know, you got you, you got <laughs> fucking Justin Slayer wearing Timberland boots <laughs> fucking the shit out of my, my old lady, you know, at mm-hmm. most somebody oh. will, somebody will weigh an a ass whooping. You know, mm-hmm. but I ain't mm-hmm. taking somebody's life because I like being able to just go to Walmart anytime I want to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I mean, I think I think for like some of the stuff, man, you, you got to think about the the consequence. Now, get me wrong if you in a life or death situation, you got to do what you got to do. But I mean, if if you got a you got a real choice, man, sometimes you got to think like, okay,
1: this person is
0: dead wrong for what they're doing, but is it worth me, you know, either getting the death penalty or being in a fucking Six by six, (laughs) you know, room for the rest of my for for rest of my natural life. You know what I'm saying? So there's that side of it, and now I go to the comment side. You know, and of course, you know, you got you got your fucking simp's uh, agreeing with 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 some women. Oh yeah, that's right. Cut them up. I'm like (laughs) (sighs) y'all, y'all, y'all clown asses need to be castrated. But that's Mm -hmm. another conversation. Um, That's crazy. You know, but you know you got some women saying oh well you know oh well you know um that's that's good for him i'm i'm sitting there saying to myself mm. so y'all really think him cheating cheating on her he he deserved to be chopped up and fed to fucking rats now now so w- once again this is more of that one-way aggression shit because if the she was on the other foot and mm. he caught her if the story mm-hmm. had if the story had read you you Ukrainian mm-hmm. man chops up you know R&B singer mm-hmm wife because she Mm -hmm. was caught cheating and fed her to rats there Mm -hmm. there Mm -hmm. there would be a nationwide manhunt to take him down and any anybody that that looks like him (laughs) okay so anybody lend some support (laughs) that way exactly so i just i just want people to understand like y'all we really got to pay attention to the one-way aggression with stuff because it's it's, mm-hmm. it's all good when it's one way, but then if it happens the other way, now it's like all of a sudden the fucking story turns to Armageddon for some reason, you know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like I mean, just use your emotional intelligence here, people. <laughs> you know, th- like like him cheating on his wife did not warrant him getting chopped up while he was alive and fed to fucking rats. Like, come on, man. <laughs> I mean, that's that's <laughs> because because if he had did the same thing, they would they would be talking about this on the View. Oh yeah, you know it. You know it. <laughs> Oprah, Oprah right. Winfrey would would come out of retirement and and restart her show. Just, mm-hmm. just to, the just end to of, cover that. Just to cover this, man. So I'm, I come yeah. on, people. Let's just let's let's calm down. I'm not con- condoning what he did. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, does the punishment match the fucking crime here? It does not. okay period Mm, 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 mm. and if anybody got a problem with that you are more than welcome to reach out to me and we can do a special episode on why you feel it was okay for her to chop this man up while he was alive and feed him to fucking rats but would it have been okay for him to do the same thing if it was the other way around So I'm Mm -hmm. I'm putting the challenge out there if you want some (laughs) come get some I have time (laughs) today (laughs) that's all I'm going to say on that (laughs) fucking people up right, Come on, man. Get, get the fuck out of here. Man. This come was, on, this, man. It's crazy, man. Hey, man, you you got anything you want to close with, man?
1: Well, you know, once again, that's crazy as catch
0: it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, uh,
1: you know, if, if you got them tendencies, don't get in a relationship with a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Let's be right. honest. Rapper, know, athlete. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's just I mean, you know, good gracious because, you know, ain't nobody that special going to change. Somebody for doing what could be done and will be done, yeah. But other than that, man, you know, good to be back, man. It's 2022 and um, or 2022, whatever you want to call it, man. Start of a new year, start of a new day, the anniversary for the uh, the, the capital takedown, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Man, what this year got in store because the last two were kind of wow, you know what I'm saying? Man. Let's get it,
0: let's yeah. do it, yeah, man. You know, shoot, you know what, we might have to do a uh, uh, a prediction show <laughs> coming up <God>. here soon <laughs> when we can get um i um, the big the big no back on the N-O. panel man we got we gotta, we gotta sure. try and do a, a prediction show man once sure. again uh giving a shout out to some local local businesses um elaine's designs i will be posting a picture of the mug and um hopefully be able to to tag the the facebook page for that if you're looking for airbnb in the area Go to the Airbnb website and type in Robin's Nest for North Charleston and you will truly enjoy your stay there. Uh once again, you know, follow follow the podcast uh, on social media, man. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, shoot me a DM. You like the show, you don't like the show, you, you wanna fight me, you wanna arm wrestle me. I take on all oncomers. Okay. I love all I, I live in the smoke section. Living in a smoke section. You know what I'm saying? Or if you just want to enjoy a cigar with me, reach out to me. Hey. Hey. I, I live in that smoke section too. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Hey, this has been a pleasure, man. Point of Perspective Podcast. We are out.
1: Peace.